Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. One of the games of the week, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans. A battle now in the AFC South. The Jags are favored by one and a half in Houston. Of course, Houston won the first matchup back in week three. It was the Texans, it's the catalyst for their turnaround this season. Remember, Houston started the season 0-2. They go to Jacksonville, win 37-17, and... You know, since that point, they're six and two. So Texans, three-game winning streak, six and two in their last eight, and one of the hottest teams in the NFL. C.J. Stroud playing unbelievable football right now, especially for a rookie. I do think now I'm starting to see him in the MVP conversation. I get it, and I and I think it's valid. Um, still a lot of work to be done. There's still a lot of games to be played, but um, yeah, Houston looking really good right now, man. No, they are. I mean, everything for them is working well at the moment. Uh, the offense looks great. The defense is playing well. Like, that's one of the underreported parts of this. Everyone's focusing on C.J. Stroud. Uh, by proxy, Tank Dell, Nico Collins, PFF Bobby. Like, all the things are happening on offense. But the defense is playing really well as well. Like, D'Amico Ryans it probably doesn't get enough credit for what's happening in Houston at the moment. Um, because all the focus is on the offense, but that defense has taken big steps forward as well. So everything's coming up Houston. Yeah, we mentioned on the Monday show too, Derek Stingley coming back. He had a he had a rough rep on that deep ball to um, Rondell Moore. But other than that, looked pretty good since coming back from injury, having, having Stingley on the outside, having uh, Jonathan Grenard and Will Anderson rushing the passer. So, yeah, I, I like – I like the way Houston's defense is coming together. Linebacker Blake Cashman having a career year, been one of the more just breakout player, whatever you want to call him, surprising players of the season for Houston. Um, here's the other one. Jags defense, right? Been excellent all season. They've had two, at least two horrendous games. I think it's just two. Both against Kyle Shanahan's 49ers, mm -hmm. Bobby Slowick's Houston Texans. The two worst games of the season for this Jags defense as far as EPA per play, points, I mean, wh whichever measure you want to use. Um, the offense, the Houston offense scored 30. They had a fumble, I mean, a fullback kickoff return for the other seven. Yes. Houston's offense scored 30 against the Jags. The Niners' offense scored 34 against the Jags. The two games that the Jags defense looked the worst were against the uh, Shanahan and his uh, protege. Bobby Slowick. So how much of that is going to be a factor here, scheme-wise, in that matchup? There was another weird play in that game, right? There was the, the fullback kickoff return. Didn't they have a block kick or something in there as well? Like, that was one of those games where Trevor Lawrence was getting hosed by everybody around him. Yeah. Because it was consecutive. Like, Kansas City put the, ball, put the ball in the end zone four times, and none of them were touchdowns. And then the next week was The next this week game. was yeah. this kickoff return. There was something else in there. I think it was a blocked kick. Uh, so there was there was a bunch of weird plays in there that that had Trevor Lawrence getting hosed because Lawrence I think in that game yeah he had an 83 grade despite only having one touchdown um, he had one bad pick in there everything else was was decent right if I remember but I mean your point is is a good one which is that like that was one of those impeccable C.J. Stroud Houston offense games like 9.3 yards per attempt by him a passer rating of 118.8 uh, they carved up this Jacksonville defense. Tank Dell getting behind the defense. There was yes. blown coverages by the Jags. I mean, so I, I wonder if this ends up being one of those matchup games. Um, early last season, 
Trevor Lawrence struggled against the Texans as well. They bounced back and won in pretty handily in Week 17. But I wonder if this ends up becoming one of those matchup deals. Those you know inside the division, and Houston just ends up with the Jags number. There's not enough evidence here to right. to say that. I'm just theorizing that maybe the <laughs> okay. Shanahan offense is a good is a good matchup for Houston against Jacksonville. We're more than halfway through the NFL season, almost. That's what it tells me, though. That's what it tells me. Yeah. But DraftKings Sportsbook still pumping out unbeatable offers every single game. New customers can bet just five bucks on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Bet on anything, five bucks. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener, a sweetener offer every single game this October. You can get in on the football action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use code PFF. So you can go check out Monday Night Football tonight. You got Niners. You got the Vikings. You can go do it right now. If you're a new customer, you can bet just $5 on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PFF. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ont. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.com. Sorry, see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football. Terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. Yeah, I mean, it's a reasonable theory on the basis that it's a good matchup against most defenses. So yeah, like, if, if their two worst games have come against those that specific type of offense twice, it's at least a good starting point to work on a theory, you know? And I have no, like the way Stroud is playing right now, A, fantastically, B, not letting mistakes affect him. Like that's the most impressive thing at the moment is like the first few weeks, the mistakes hadn't actually, he, was, he wasn't being punished for the mistakes. So at that point, it's easy to be like, well, of course the mistakes aren't affecting anything because they're still resulting in good plays or, it's not actually damaging the offense in any way. His mistakes over the last couple of weeks have damaged the offense. They've really hurt them, and yet it hasn't knocked him off a stride at all. Like, he had that line about, you know, Steph Curry keeps shooting even when he misses. Like, that does genuinely appear to be his attitude of, who cares? Everyone's going to miss the Jordan thing, right? Like, I've missed more chances, missed more shots than anybody in, in league history. That's not the point. Like, you, you keep taking the shot because you make them, and that's what wins the game. Like, he genuinely seems to have that attitude, and right now that's standing in his stead. Every mistake he makes, it's like it didn't happen. He just bounces to the next play and comes back and redresses it. And as I, as I said the other day, it does, it, it's not just him sitting in, in clean pockets and hitting throws. I think that's what he was doing mostly early in the year. That was no. like, all right, when he gets a clean pocket, it's impressive. He's accurate. He throws the ball head high. And he's going to second reads. He's doing impressive quarterback things. But now he's, like, legit feeling it. I he mean, under pressure, like, he's doing it. He's looking like C.J. Stroud versus Georgia. Like, that yeah. – remember, the whole, the whole narrative on C.J. Stroud as a prospect effectively boiled down to, are you getting the guy that showed up in the game against Georgia in the college football playoffs, or are you getting the other guy that never really showed that for the rest of his college career? And – 
I think it was a fair question to ask because the rest of the evidence was so much larger, but that was the biggest game on the biggest stage and showed everything you want to see. Right now, we are seeing the Georgia C.J. Stroud all the time. Like, that's the guy he is in the NFL at the moment, albeit potentially aided by PFF, Bobby, and, you know, other elements around him. But he's playing like that. So the Jags are another team that are, um, because of the Texans game in week three or the Niners game a couple weeks ago, seem tough to predict, right? When are the Jags going to just lay an egg as they've done a couple times this year or other times where they look like one of the better teams in the NFL? They're favored by one and a half against Houston. I think um, Trevor Lawrence last week, he had another very good game. Uh, it did feel like it was uh, high. He was making some challenging throws, almost unnecessarily challenging throws and hitting all of them. And I just I, I need I need the Jags to scheme it up a little bit better there instead of putting so much on his plate. I don't know if they got it. Um, Want to see Derek Stingley against Calvin Ridley? Want to see Houston's new run game against Jacksonville's run defense, which has been really good? Remember, Houston's run the ball much better these last few weeks. A lot to watch here, man. Um, I think I'm buying Houston though. One and a half point underdogs. Where are you going in this one? Uh, hmm, yeah, I. Um... I'll buy into the same thing. I I am becoming a believer. Becoming a believer. Mm-hmm. They're uh, two and zero since breakfast with Bobby. That's true. Two and zero. That's true. We'll keep that. Man, stat. I can't wait until he until he lets me give him the rugby plays. He was open to it.